Hey friends, if you are tired of trying to control your thoughts around food and body, you might try and fence in those obsessive thoughts with a new diet, a new set of rules. But if you've tried strict plans for any amount of time, you know that it can feel like caging in a wild animal. You don't want to let that wild animal out because what if the cravings completely take over? As Christians, we know that we are meant to be free. So instead of a cage for our thoughts, let's start with kindness for our bodies. Let's start with becoming more present to our needs. Let's start with our Almighty God who encourages us in Matthew 6, 33 with these words. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So what is the kingdom? Are we living in the kingdom? How do we start? We start by slowly but surely renewing our minds each and every week by hearing the word of God and doing it. Sign up at joyfulhealth.co slash devo, and we will send you the Mindful Moments for Present People devotional series every Monday. This is a short email, and it includes a bite-sized devotional with a mind-body practice to debunk diet culture, connect with God, renew your mind for kingdom abundance. Again, that's joyfulhealth.co slash devo. Okay, let's get on to the episode. Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm your host, Casey Schuler, mom, personal trainer, and Bible study author. And I'm here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hello, Joyful Health friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, this season, we are really focusing on what it means to get free, stay free, um, love others. In that process, this is kind of what Revelation Wellness says. Um, and since I'm certified with them, that's just language is, is in my heart. And and it really is um, a theme of scripture. When we are set free by Jesus, there are lots of things that try and pull us in opposite directions and try to weigh us down with that yoke of slavery again, as Galatians 5, 1 says, but it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So how can we stand firm? as sisters in Christ and to be able to notice those things that are holding us down and holding us back and to be able to replace them. You know, there is that principle in psychology replacement theory of we're not just letting go of old habits, but we are replacing them with spirit led, um, new minds, new thoughts, ones that are patterned after Christ. So if you have a topic that you'd like to us to discuss, um, head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast. We have, we not only have a forum now, but we also have a place where you can leave a voice message so we can really get personal and connected there. Um, but today's topic is from someone who submitted a suggestion. Um, so thank you so much for doing that. And the suggestion is for us to be able to speak about more practical ways to honor your body in the moment when you don't feel like it. So I really was excited to reach out to and bring on um, Dana Schaub. She is a registered dietitian. Um, she's a dancer turned fitness instructor. So before I say any more about her, welcome Dana to the show. Hi, Casey. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much for being here, for taking the time to be here. I'm just so grateful that we can have these conversations and um, 
yeah, and be able to share your story. But a little bit more about Dana, if you um, are already connected with her, she has an additional training as a certified intuitive eating counselor and a mental health coach. She offers health counseling and coaching through her private practice, Whole Self Care, and she also teaches Bar 3 and faith-based yoga classes. She is passionate about helping others holistically care for themselves with hope and grace from a foundation of freedom and attunement. She lives on the Gulf Coast with her husband, two boys, and two furry children. All right, so Dana, now that we know a little bit more about you, um, I'd love for you to dig in to a little bit more into your story, um, how God met you with what it means to honor your body and with that relationship with God as well. Yeah. Um, definitely my interest in health started when I was very young. I remember getting excited, uh, learning about nutrition in school and was trying to, you know, counsel my family. So, um, <laughs> you know, it started out as just a, you know, a big passion and like so many other people, it became more about control as I entered my teenage years. Um, mm. Became more about overriding my body, trying to control the way my body looked. Um, I became overly disciplined. You know, I've always been more of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So just very disciplined and became really disconnected from my body. Um, and I know for a good year, I had an eating disorder. At the time, it was never diagnosed or treated. But I know now, looking back, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember during that time, God frequently whispering in my ear, this, you know, this is not my best for you. And so thankfully he did pull me out of that. Um, while I was in school to become a dietitian, learning about nutrition and health actually helped me shift my focus more to being healthy versus solely controlling my body. But that control part was still there for me. Mm-hmm. And I continued to still micromanage everything I ate, exercise more than I needed to, you know, even through sickness and injury. Um, I also stretched myself beyond my limits. Um, fueled by, you know, people pleasing and again, perfectionism. I was mm-hmm. very stressed out, sleep deprived, bad sleeping habits were terrible in college. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt guilty, you know, for many years taking time for rest. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, receiving, receiving lots of positive reinforcement, it felt like the right thing. You know, you're so disciplined. I want to, I want to do this just like you, but deep down, I, I mean, I really didn't realize how much I was in bondage. Yeah. This was taking over my thoughts. Um, but yeah, the combination of all of those things started breaking my body down. Um, mm-hmm. I, my gut was a wreck. Um, I, I started having digestive issues, energy issues. I couldn't think clearly. I was just perpetually tense. My chest was tight. I was always sick. I mean, it was like every month I felt like I was getting sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, to get through my life, I was drinking more caffeine. Um, and that really just didn't help anything. Um, you know, went to doctor after doctor and just honestly kind of got to a point where I felt hopeless. Like I'm, I'm going to feel this way forever, but mm-hmm. so, so grateful. Um, somehow years ago, God brought the intuitive eating books into my life, um, by Evelyn Tribbley and Elise Rush. Of course, many of the listeners are probably familiar with it. Um, first chapter and things started shifting, um, just reading about all the science about how our bodies resist restriction and fight back made so much sense. Because that's what I had seen and, you know, working with clients, you know, year after many years and also in my own body. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my mindset started shifting, thankfully, and became more connected with my body. So eating became more about listening to taking care of my body. And then that grace piece was huge, just giving myself grace in the process. Um, and then living more within my limits, um, learning to rest more, 
without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And then exercising with more attunement, listening to my body. Um, like I said, eating according to what my body was asking for, healing my gut, you know, all of those things, you know, all together brought me to a much healthier place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, much, much healing. Um, and I, I always say I found, I found freedom by just completely surrendering to God instead of holding that part of my life back. Yeah. You know, you, you feel like you're in control, but really it's controlling you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really interesting that, and you talked about, um, being praised for that discipline aspect. And mm-hmm. I can absolutely relate with, <laughs> with a lot mm-hmm. of your story too, and feeling guilty with rest and then feeling like, well, when I'm, when I am resting or if I'm not being productive, then what am I doing? I feel a little bit useless and then in a sense, mm-hmm. worthless as a person. Um, but I like how you connected the words. You felt more disciplined, but also more disconnected. Mm-hmm. And so, and seeing the implications on your health, when you felt disconnected, it's like, well, I'm, I'm being praised by what I feel like is the world's definition of healthy, but I'm also not really feeling healthy. And then not being able to, to get help, but also hearing God say to you, this is not my best for you. I feel like that that's huge to be able to feel disconnected, but then again, feel connected to the Lord for him to be able to say that to you. Um, did he, did you kind of get that answer to prayer before you started that journey? And do you feel like he kind of led you down that path intentionally or, um, where was kind of like the the timeline, the time frame for that? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like he definitely probably intended for me to be on this journey. You know, he never wastes our suffering, but he allows us mm-hmm. to go through things. Cause I mean, I would not be where I am or working with the clients I work with had I not gone through that. Uh, and, you know, and learned what I learned, you know, cause you know, I always tell clients cause I work with a lot of people with eating disorders locally, but you know, I was like, I've been there. I understand that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, I know an eating disorder, like I said, for that, that year in high school. And then, you know, my body became healthier because I feel like hunger kicked in and I, you know, regained weight that I had lost, but, but still that control was there. I was still subtly under eating, over exercising mm-hmm. for, for many years. I mean, years and years. Um, and then I think, I believe it was about five or six years ago is when everything started changing. And it was around the same time I, you know, I felt called to start my practice, but I did spend a good year just writing and processing. And then it was like, okay, start a practice. And I'm like, okay, God, if you want me to do this, open up the doors. And he has, and it's been pretty awesome. Yeah. And that, and a practice is really, it's hugely helpful for the person who's, um, whose mindset of success is built on discipline and having to do it regimented in a certain way all the time, whereas a practice Mm -hmm. feels a little bit more loose and okay, you do it and you learn as you go. And that's mm-hmm. good. And that's, um, oh, yeah. that's the process of sanctification. And, and it's God who's, who's the author and perfecter of our faith. So we can let that result go, but we can step into the path that he is setting before us. So um, we're going to kind of get into some of the practical things, but first, can you share a scripture of kind of what it means to honor your body? What is, what is that? What does the Bible say about that yeah I feel like there's so much but one of my favorite ones is um Psalm 139 14 I am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful I know that full well I actually have that framed in my office because I I do love it so much um I feel like there's a lot of 
stories in the Bible that I often go back to um, and use even with clients as well that, you know, Jesus took time regularly in between serving to be alone with God and become anointed. Um, and then the story of Elijah, um, when he was fleeing his life and was really, you know, just exhausted and broken down and hiding, um, he was resting and God was like, this journey's too much for you here, eat this food mm-hmm. before, and you need this to be rejuvenated. So just lots of practical things you see in the Bible. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, Jesus was human. He was perfect and he was human and he had human needs. And, and it's just, you know, and seeing that helps us also honor our needs as well. Um, it's easy to feel like, you know, I'll think of the, the Ephesians 2, 3, I believe, that says to honor others above yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's so easy as a believer to think that means, like, don't think about yourself at all. But really, it's all about that heart intention, um, you know, because God loves us. He values us. And to see ourselves through through that lens helps us take care of ourselves more because mm-hmm. it's honoring him and serving others. That's the intention behind it. It's not selfish to take time yeah. to care for yourself. Because we need we need that to be anointed mm-hmm. and to have fruit to give to other people. Otherwise, we're going to burn out. Yeah, and and like you said, the Bible says, "Look, I mean, it's not look not only to your own interests, but look mm-hmm. also to the interests of others." And how you pointed mm-hmm. out those very real examples of how God provided for people that were really miracles. I mean ravens bringing elijah meat in the wilderness was mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that feels like out of a storybook like i'm not expecting me i mean for the raven to come and bring me a grilled steak but that's <laughs> or like you know jesus multiplied food a lot of the miracles that he did were met very just practical physical needs i mean multiplied bread for people they were hungry he fed mm-hmm. crowds um he you know like a man called out to Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus says, what do you want? And he says, I want to see. And then what happened when Jesus opened his eyes, he saw God's face. And so Mm, I'm like, some of these really practical miracles, I'm like, if, if we can be free of, of blindness to fully see God's face, does, doesn't he want that for us? You know? Um, and, and I know that we're not going to, see full physical healing on this side of heaven. And some of those miracles are just glimpses um, of that, of that full, full healing. But um, it is really sweet to just be able to see that reconnection with our maker when we get to receive those gifts that he has given us. And yeah. And I think about too, with rest and I still struggle with it. And I sometimes during the day, I'm like, ah, I'm so busy. I can't take a break. And the Lord's like, well, I've given you lots of chances to take a break, you know, for like a, a meal, for example, you don't have to be distracted. You don't have to be on your phone. You can actually, you can take a break right now and be with me, you know, and mm-hmm. be nourished. And, and I feel like I'm so much more nourished because of that. I, I know the science behind when you're relaxed and you can absorb more nutrients and, and all of those things. So that's pretty cool. Um, so Dana, if you can talk to the person who wants to honor their body, um, who wants to care for themselves, but they don't feel like it, what would you, what would you say to them if, if maybe they were a client and they were struggling with this? Yeah. Um, and definitely one course, we'll on to ask more questions, but based on, you know, people that I have worked with. Um, I see that a lot, um, whether mm-hmm. it be, you know, due to maybe making it 
you know, so hard, you know, maybe they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves and then it becomes so hard because, you know, when you're fighting your body, trying to override your body, it takes so much effort. Mm. But when we're working with our body, it's just, you know, there's more of an ease to it when you're just, you just have that connection and you're listening. And of course that, you know, you may need more support, of course, to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're used, used to maybe being on the other side of that, but, um, but yeah, see that a lot, maybe just being too hard on yourself or maybe, um, there's that threat to your autonomy. I've seen that a lot in healthcare, you know, mm. of course, you know, medical providers are telling you how you need to do this for this reason, but when it doesn't feel like it's coming from them, it can easily be like, nope, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> so it yeah. makes sense. So I always say, you know, just bring it to God, um, you know, bring it to God, ask, you know, what your your motivation is for taking care of yourself and what that means for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way, even when it's coming from you, that motivation is usually there and just revisiting that. I always say pray first about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then talking about making it too hard, you know, like I said, it tends to, I see it, it's kind of that pendulum swing. You hear about restriction and binging. I kind of think of it the same way. You can go from being really, really regimented. And like I mentioned, it being really hard to like, I can't do this anymore. And then you just flip to the other side and it, there's just more of an apathy there. Yeah. So, you know, just meeting people in the middle, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, when you don't feel like it, like I said, bring it to God. Um, and even just ask what's, what's one thing I can do just right now. I mean, it might be mm-hmm. rest, you know, you might be completely exhausted. Is that why you don't feel like it? Um, and maybe rest is what you need today. Um, so, and then I'm like, you know, in another moment, it may be, yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, I'm mm-hmm. starting to get really, you know, grumpy with my family. Maybe I'm hungry. So it's just that moment to moment living, just like living in with this, you know, the Holy Spirit. It's all about that relationship. Yeah. Um, and it can be the same way with our bodies and our health. It's okay. What do I need right now? Mm-hmm. You know, God, what do I need right now? Um, it just, it kind of make, again, just makes, gives it more of an ease than mm-hmm. feeling like we have to strive so hard. Um, but yeah, but also give her, giving yourself grace, no matter where you are, I feel like, you know, just, I see a lot of guilt. It's either, I feel guilty for taking care of myself or I feel guilty because I'm not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like, yeah, especially with believers, I see it a lot, but yeah, just giving ourselves grace, you know, it's not going to be perfect. Um, it's those day-to-day decisions that set the direction we're going in, but it does not require perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have setbacks. We're going to have, you know, days, you know, always. I've used an analogy before about, you know, if I jump in my car, I'm going to drive west, say I want to go to California. If I have a flat, you know, I'm not like, oh, I failed and turn around and go home. Mm-hmm. I deal with the flat tire and I keep going. So kind of similar, um, just that moment to moment living. Yeah. And yeah, I like how you talk about guilty because I feel like that is a very big word, but guilt a lot of times places the action and the responsibility on us. Versus mm. what I feel like the word would be more of grief. Like I, you know, if we're doing something to our bodies that is harmful, then yeah, it might grieve the Holy Spirit. And, um, but, and, and it might be hard for us to acknowledge, well, I can't do this perfectly. And that's mm. hard to die to yourself in that way. <laughs> um, but, and, you know, to be able to grieve, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to, to get up at 5 a.m. and to eat this smoothie or run five miles or whatever idea of perfection when it comes to health is. Or, like you said, there's, you know, swinging to the other side of just, like, not feeling like 
you you want to even get out there. Should I feel guilty for not wanting to go on a run? Well, I think, you know, guilt is comparing ourselves to a worldly idea, whereas um, whereas God wants good for us and we don't have to, we don't even have to lay that on ourselves. You know, we, we can, mm-hmm. we can look to him. And, and like you said, with the road analogy too, it's like, where even are we driving to? <laughs> if mm-hmm. our, if our tires get, if one of our tires goes flat, um, yeah, we don't slash the other three tires. We mm-hmm. will re- we'll repair that. Um, because we and innately we care about our bodies that's already built in um because our bodies are designed to help us live and god's spirit has designed us to want to live eternally with him so the direction for our 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 spirit our body you know is in relationship with him like you said keeping in step with him um and and i think too it's like those things don't have to be at odds um of like, oh, I want to honor God, but I want to sit on the couch or whatever that may be. Um, so what you're saying is those may not be contradictory. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And how can honoring honoring one's body in those moment to moment prayers? How can that positively impact one's health? Yeah, I mean, I always say if you if I had to come up with just one sentence that defines health, it is listening to your body and giving it what it needs. Um, and sometimes, like I mentioned, it may take support. You know, if you have trouble identifying that, I've met many people who struggle with, you know, I don't really know what should I be doing? I'm still so mm-hmm. confused. But um, yeah, to sit down with someone that can help them, you know, kind of dig deeper and decide what that might be. But again, there's, again, that balance, you know, movement, of course, as you know, you're a fitness professional as well. It can be great for our health and for stress management, but it also needs to be balanced with adequate fuel and adequate rest. Mm-hmm. So there's just always that balance there. Um, but yeah, it can be when it's, you know, we're doing it in a more balanced way and attuned way, it's energizing. But mm-hmm. if we're doing it too much, it tends to drain us. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the flip side, if we're not moving enough, sometimes that can drain our energy as well. So yeah. it's like move, moving more gets us more energy. Um, but yeah, just that attunement part, um, having that attunement is, when you're listening to your body and giving it what it needs, that naturally leads to health. Mm-hmm. You know, of course there's things not what, you know, that are out of our control, but, you know, surrendering it to God and listening to surrendering to how he made our bodies and listening mm-hmm. is how we were designed. You know, it's like, if I'm cold, I shiver, I grab a coat, you know, simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to like, we, we make the eating part more complicated just because of the culture we live in. It's, you know, we feel hunger. It's like, Oh no, what's wrong with me? But no, there, there might be, a, you know, there's a reason for that. Let's dig a little deeper. <laughs> you yeah. know, has it been, we've gone too long without eating, or maybe we're not eating enough from certain food groups. So there's just that time of day, you know, where it's time for a meal. So just digging deeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, yeah, thinking about too <laughs> is when we are trying to honor our body and give it what it needs. I remember... <laughs> Aubrey Golbeck, who um, is the co-founder of Joyful Health, when I first started learning about intuitive eating, um, I went to her and I would say, well, I would, I eat a meal and then I'm, I feel like I'm hungry an hour later. And, you know, I feel like my hunger signals are all out of whack and how am I supposed to honor my body with that? And she's like, well, you just need to keep honoring your hunger signals by eating when you're hungry. And like you talked about it being a threat to your autonomy. <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought 
so rebellious in that moment. Like, no, I, I don't want to eat. And after an hour after I just ate, I don't, this does not, it feels like maybe honoring my hunger, but I just felt very, you know, rebellious in that moment, not mm-hmm. in that moment. And a lot of the whole journey of intuitive eating, <laughs> because, you know, you're, you're shifting out of a whole another mindset of disconnection to connection. And you're like, well, I don't trust my body yet. And so, you know, there's, that's a hard place to be in when you don't feel like honoring, you don't feel like trusting your body. Um, but to kind of know where you came from too. And like, well, I don't, I don't want to continue down that path. So maybe I can keep going and and keep trying and, and see, see what happens. Cause you know, I do that connection feeling is much more life-giving um, than than having to constantly fight yourself. Um, and there's so much, so much more peace on the other side with being able to partner with your body and to truly thank you, thank God for the gift of your body. Not, not just like looking in the mirror and, and how you look, but just be able to thank your body from, thank God for your body from your toes all the way to your nose for your feet carrying you. Um, you know, your nose being able mm-hmm. to smell things. Like there's so many things about our body that we overlook, but in, in honoring some of those signals, we honor the God who made us too. So, um, okay, Dana, is there anything else that you would like to live, leave with the listeners practically speaking? Um, if there was like one tip that you could say to the person who's like, ah, I want to honor my body today, but I don't, yeah. I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> Yeah, like I mentioned before, well, of course, giving yourself grace and praying first. I feel like sometimes it's those just quick prayers that are so powerful. God, help me. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, and he, I believe he definitely will show you um, what that next step is. And struggling with motivation, you know, bring that to God. We can bring anything to God. Yeah. Um, and of course, seek support when that's needed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, grace, grace and more grace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I think that's, that's very important. The struggling with motivation too. It's like, we don't have to always feel like it and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. very normal mm-hmm. um, to, be able to listen to your emotions too. Of Like I, I hear you um, resistant thought, but I also, you know, <laughs> being able to get in sync with, with the Holy spirit and with your body um, is a practice. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Dana, you've, you talked a little bit about meeting with your clients and um, how can others find you who want to work with you or who want to just find more resources that you have out there? Yeah. So Facebook and Instagram, I'm at, at whole self care RD. Um, and then my website, wholeselfcare.net. Um, you can go there and, you know, just reach out and contact me. And I have a coaching program for believing women who want to take care of themselves holistically from this place of attunement and freedom and grace. So that's mm-hmm. the foundation. And then it's like, after that, okay, what do I do? So it's, it has a lot of the practicality, you know, mm-hmm. movement, eating, stress management, resting, all of those things. Um, so yeah, that's offered online. And if you reach out and mention this, that you listen to this episode, then I'll give you 10% off. Oh, um, great. <laughs> or even just reach out for a free discovery call um, yeah. if you're just interested in hearing more. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think, I guess, yeah, I do have a, a YouTube channel in the making. <laughs> so, if you, great. anybody wants a few little stretching videos, it's uh, Joyful Strength Stretch, I believe is the handle. But uh, yeah, I think it should be in the show notes. Perfect. Um, okay. Yeah. Because you are a bar instructor and. Mm-hmm 
Mm-hmm. Is it holy yoga? Is that your other? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what'll be kind of a blending of, of the two for your videos? Yeah. So it's mostly right now more of the yoga. The bar thing was more of a reset thing just in the past few months, which I love. Um, yeah. yeah. They embody a lot of the course, the mind body connection and giving yourself grace. Um, and that's why I fell in love with it. So Yes. Yes. I believe that movement is just cross training for into the beating. And so they both work together so well um, and being able able to feel strong and confident and attuned in that movement um, is so helpful. So I'm really excited that you'll be offering that too. Um, Okay. So I know that you have a kind of a special prayer um, and I always ask my guests if they would want to pray for our listeners so would you do the honor of praying for us and tell us about this prayer? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I wrote this a few years ago, um, and it's it's based on the intuitive eating principle that it was inspired by that. But if you when you sign up for my email list, you can get a copy of it. So if you just go Great. to the website and sign up, you can get a copy if you'd like. Um, and it goes like this. Um, dear God, use this food to truly nourish and bring health to my body. May I let go of using food to manipulate my body size or determine my worth. May I reject rigid food rules by embracing self-care and compassion for myself. May I show myself the same grace you give me every single day. Help me to pay attention to how I feel while eating and honor my hunger and fullness. May I find satisfaction in what I choose to eat. Allow my body to absorb all the nutrients from my food in order to function at its best. Help me recognize any triggers that cause me to use or restrict food to cope. I choose to give you my burdens. You handle them much better than I can on my own. May I learn to recognize and cope with strong feelings in a constructive way that honors you. May I have gratitude for my body for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139, 14. Mm -hmm. All your works are wonderful. Help me see myself and my body through your eyes. May I not use exercise to punish myself for what I choose to eat. May I move in a way that brings honor to you, health to my body, and joy to my heart. May I also rest when my body asks for it. Help me approach nutrition in a way that honors my health, my taste buds, my feelings, and most of all, you. Amen. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. I just um, wrote down, help me bring honor to you, health to my body, and joy to my heart. So I think that's a really great phrase, a takeaway phrase that I'm I'm going to use for my next movement session, eating, you know, <laughs> um, make that a prayer. So yeah, listener, I hope that you can take that with you too. May we bring honor to the Lord, health to our bodies and joy to our hearts with him. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Dana. This is wonderful. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Friends um, until next time, may you rest in his grace and follow the joy. Hey, congrats. If you are hearing this, that means you've made it to the finish line. Give yourself a high five for me. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope and pray this episode has blessed you so that you can more fully enjoy God, glorifying him and blessing others. If you want to talk about this episode with more Joyful Health friends, join our free Facebook community. Head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast and get connected with us there. Before you move on with your day, would you consider taking a moment with the Lord in prayer to process what you have heard in the podcast? Ask God what he is revealing to you about himself and what you can do in response.
And for all my regular listeners, thank you in advance for writing a review and sharing this podcast with someone else who is tired of the wellness rules and is ready to rest in God's grace and the Holy Spirit's power for their health. A big giant thank you to all our podcast guests and to my husband, Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. It takes a village and we are glad that you are a part of ours.